hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Wednesday morning. It's chilly out there, so be sure and grab your coat as you're heading out the door. And uh, it's a real chill in the air. In fact, it's a little, and I let the dog out this morning. It's a little eerie with the uh, full moon, the way the, uh, it was so bright, and the way there were some clouds uh, kind of flowing by it. It's a little, little eerie looking out there this morning. And, uh, uh, nothing as uh, kind of makes the hair of the back of your neck stand up a little bit when the dog just stops and stares into the darkness and you're thinking, uh, what is he saying that I'm not? <laughs> so <laughs> make sure you kind of grip that gun just a little tighter. <laughs> you never. So uh, I guess that's probably a good uh, 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 some good advice. Don't ever sneak up and try to scare me, or uh, uh, you might. Uh, receive uh some lead <laughs> so <laughs> you never know but uh so be careful about that but uh nonetheless will be a chilly week this week and i uh went to the garage last night to bring the dog in and uh they saw a woolly worm it was completely black and i told brandy i said that's not a good sign <laughs> if you believe the old wives tale and folklore and uh which i i don't put a lot of stock in that I, you always see that uh said ever how much black is on a woolly worm that's how much snow or winter we're gonna have and i've never i i don't know that i've ever seen that uh fulfilled <laughs> but uh i don't know uh, for you you cold loving lunatics out there you uh, might get lucky this year who knows so but, uh, of course, what's on everybody's mind this morning is presidential debate. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of shocked by some of the uh, uh, responses in regards to the debate last night. I saw people say, uh, uh, I had just turned it off. It was just like babies arguing, and, and it was just too much. It's just, you know, it's like it's little kids arguing. And I'm like, I don't really get it, you know, or I saw people were, uh, well, I'm not even going to wash tonight. And, you know, if you want to live in ignorant bliss, then that's so be it. But, you know, sometimes we need to watch these things so we can understand what's going on. And uh, be quite honest with you, I was quite proud of our president. I thought he uh, handled himself very well. He, he was debating two people. Wallace, he was such a wimp. He was more or less talking for Biden, wouldn't press Biden on anything. Every time the president tried to, to talk, he, he'd cut him off and let Biden have the time to talk. Uh, you know, if, if Biden, I mean, if uh, Trump did not show the spine that he did and stand up, see, that's what I like about it. He don't, he'll stand up and say what's right. He'll call things out. And people don't like to hear that. And I think that Trump is, an, is one of our best presidents. Is he perfect? No. Is he got some issues that he may need to work on? He does, as well as all of us. But I tell you, I thought he handled himself very well. And uh, I liked how he was pushing uh, Biden's buttons about the Green New Deal, law enforcement, and uh, socialism. And I liked that when he said, uh, 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 he said, this is my my party, my platform. He said, not according to Harris, you're not. <laughs> uh, it was funny. But it just, uh, uh, so I don't know. I don't really see uh the some of the nasty comments in regards to Trump, I, I don't I don't really get it. In fact, I had to just keep on scrolling past some of the things that I saw because it was really ticking me off. Because I just don't I don't get it. I I really don't. He had to hold his own. He had to make a defense, 
and uh, he may have come across a little across a little aggressive, but he had to look how he was being attacked. Uh, so uh, uh, he, he, you know, he had to be on a, on the defense, so to speak. But uh, uh, although it went well, I really do, and it just showed how ignorant and goofy Biden is. He's a joke, just like Wallace is. So, but. Uh, but anyway, uh, of course, that's what we're going to hear about next uh, to the next debate, and uh, it's going to be, uh, of course, the 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 uh, uh, left wing news will always say that Biden they probably, probably declared him the winner before the the debate even started. So they're talking about how big and bad and mean Trump was, and he shouldn't have been so rough on little Biden. <laughs> so, oh <laughs> uh, well, but uh, I'm just glad we got a man in the office is willing to stand up and do what needs to be done and we need more of that well let's uh go ahead and do our pledge of allegiance this morning if we shall and uh if you will stand and place your hand over your heart uh that would be quite wonderful so let's do that here this morning all right i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All righty, praise the Lord uh, that we get to say that pledge each and every day. So, I uh, uh, don't know, like I said, on this program of God, I don't know if anybody's even watching. Can't tell unless they call me in. And sometimes I don't even see that till after after it's all said and done. And grab um, my Bible here. I forgot to get it. And uh, <clears throat> I think a lot of people, probably like me, you stayed up late watching the debate. They even listened to a few some commentary on the news in regards to how it went. And uh, you are not wanting to get up this morning. So whether you're watching it live or watching it later in the day, uh, you know, I appreciate the support and that you uh, like to, to watch these when they come out. But uh, I know this morning I did not want to get up. In fact, I almost put on there uh, no devotion today just so I could sleep in. I'm like, no, I don't want to be lazy when I still do what, uh, what I'm supposed to do here. So, uh, uh, but it's, uh, going to make for a long day, but <laughs> well, that's just part of it, I guess. Well, let's look at our Bible this morning. We'll look at, uh, Genesis chapter one, uh, verse 21. And, uh, so if you have those handy, be sure and to, uh, get those out so we can uh, take a look at God's word this morning. And if you, are unable to, I make it even easy for you. So I'll bring, bring this up here if you want to read along. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God said that it was good. You know, it is amazing to me that there are people out there who uh, do not believe in the whole word of God. They don't even believe in that God actually created uh, the heavens and the earth. Uh, you have Bible-believing Christians out there who believe in theistic evolution, that God just kind of nudged things into place and things uh, evolved from there. It just uh, blows my mind. In fact, there is um, uh, there are those who don't believe that uh, Moses 
uh, even wrote uh, the first five books of the Bible and uh, uh, the Pentateuch. Uh, they, uh, there were some that tried to say he didn't have the alphabet. Uh, you have different uh, theories out there. Uh, the JEDP theory, uh, in other words, it's supposed to be like for the different names uh, for God. Uh, you have the uh, Yahweh, the Elohim, uh, the uh, Deuteronomist, and the JEDP, and the uh, Priestly. As where they get that in, initialization at, uh, and then you have uh, kind of the antithesis of that, called the, called the Wiseman theory, and the fact that it was uh, uh, the clay tablets that were handed down uh, throughout from Adam down is how we got the first five books of the Bible, which you know that has never been found or been proven about the clay tablets. These these scrolls that they supposedly say for the JEDP theory has never been found or or, or recognized. And so we see that Moses, you know, just like uh, every other, every book in the Bible, uh, good morning now, as every book in the Bible uh, is uh, was inspired. God breathed, and he put that in and, and gave Moses the ability to write uh, what we have today uh, to look at uh, so that we can uh, understand God's word. And that's just it. God's word is inspired. It is inerrant. It is infallible. Uh, it is the efficient, sufficient word of God. And, uh, you know, uh, it is, um, you know, God didn't just make us automatons and to where we can just, uh, where they were just like robots, they allowed their personalities to come through, but it doesn't neglect the fact that, uh, that God literally poured his spirit into them for them to write down what he wanted so that we could have in our hands uh, the Bible uh, today. And, uh, of course, some people want to refer to the what is called the lost books of the Bible. And, and these other books of the Bible uh, were not considered uh, canon to Scripture, was uh, oftentimes uh, were uh, just historical. They wasn't inspired uh, or they were uh, pure, uh, uh, um, what am I looking at, plagiarized from other writings. There, i get it out here in a second. Plagiarized from other writings, so that's why they are—they are not part of the Bible. It was recognized that they were not uh, uh, may have some historical significance, but they was not part of the inspired work of, of God, and that's why that we don't use those uh, supposed lost books. And uh, you know, they may be good for for information, uh, but uh, that's not part of our. Uh, what God wanted us to have. We have right here everything that we need. And of course, people try to say, well, how do we know uh, we have the uh, the right Bible? You know, how do we know uh, the Southern wasn't lost over time? Well, you know, you can look at the Dead Sea Scrolls and uh, that was found in the Coomer community uh, that had, uh, I want to say, uh, what did it have? Let's see, I think it had Daniel, Isaiah, Ezekiel, I can't remember the, all of them, but it, 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 it was no different than what we have today. So right there was proof. And all the other uh, mentioned, other archaeological finds that prove that nothing's been lost in translation. And, uh, of course, we can go on and on about uh, the authenticity uh, of the Bible. But one thing I want to talk about here this morning, just a hair, is because, um, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, uh, sometimes I think that um, we get so busy in life uh, good morning, Mr. Davenport. Uh, he's a, I love Charlie to death. I've known him since high school. He's a good man. But um, because of what's going on in our society, and we get so busy, we get so wrapped up, sometimes we forget to take a look at the smaller things, to appreciate the little things that God has created. And uh, as looking here in Genesis 121, one of the aspects of this verse 
was talking about the birds of the air, and you know God uh, is a is the great musician, and uh, this this harp, if you will, that he a voice that he put into the bird's throat for us to enjoy. Uh, that we needed to kind of take a step back and and listen to that. Of course, you know you have scientists. Oh, that's their mating call. That's why they do this. But God put this tune in the bird's voice for us to appreciate. And, you know, that's one great thing I like about, uh, you know, growing up in the country, uh, you know, uh, being in, on, uh, having horses and, and cattle and uh, ducks and chickens and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, I had the ability to get out there and, and uh, run around through the fields and play and such. And uh, that's one thing, even as a kid, I've told you just before, I loved uh, to lay uh, on the ground, of course, watching the clouds and trying to make shapes out of the clouds. Uh, just watching the trees sway and uh, and just listen to the birds' song. And to me, there is nothing more peaceful uh, to be able to uh, to enjoy something so simple. Uh, of course, uh, uh, that will pale a comparison uh, to the peace that we will experience in heaven. But that, that bird's tune, that song that the God has given that bird, uh, you know, we should uh, just take a step back sometimes and just listen. You know, even even in our Christian walk as pastor, I mean, as, as Christians, get out here in a second, as Christians, uh, we need to take a step back and just listen. You know, here, listen to that still, small voice of God. Listen to what God is trying to tell us. And, you know, that's just it. Sometimes we just need to be still. That's my kind of my point here. Sometimes we need to be still and just listen. Listen to what the Lord's trying to lay on your heart. Listen to what the Lord's trying to lead you, what he's trying to explain to you. Just listen. And, you know, and just like how God created uh, that, that, uh, that bird's voice, something so small, something so intricate that uh, we needed to appreciate uh, in our lives. And uh, so don't get so busy that you neglect the little things such as that. It's something so simple as the bird's tune. You know, it's, it's amazing sometimes, you know, when people get a grim diagnosis. And uh, unfortunately, those are the times when they start to appreciate some of these smaller things that they didn't recognize before. It shouldn't take something of that magnitude to get our attention. We should uh, appreciate what God has, has created uh, here in the here and now. And that's why I wanted to make it a point at the very beginning of this uh, to understand the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, to understand that God did create the heavens and the earth, that God created in six days, and that he did rest on the seventh. And, you know, it's so, you know, if you have a problem with the first book of the Bible, you're going to have a problem with the whole book of the Bible. And it is amazing. I, and to this day, it blows my mind. Uh, of pastors, of pastors now out there who do not believe in the whole Word of God, who have problems with uh, the for, with the very first book of the Bible in regards to creation, and uh, and like I said, I met with Moses, uh, you know, uh, writing uh, the first five and writing Genesis, and you know, looking at the JEDP theory. One thing that discounts uh, the JEDP is particularly, uh, I think it's Mark uh, twelve twenty four. And, uh, you know, so we can, we can discount uh, that JEDP. And for those who are just tuning in, uh, people were trying to say that uh, that was named after uh, the, way, the certain names uh, of God uh, in as, as, uh, Jahweh, Elohim, uh, the uh, Deuteronomist, uh, and the uh, Priestly. 
uh, is what where we're getting that uh, JEDP, which is you know talking about these early scrolls here. Like I said, Mark twelve twenty six, uh, twelve twenty four discounts that. But then you have the the Wiseman theory. I uh, try to say that clay tablets were handed down from Adam is how we have Genesis. So you know, of course, both these things have been discounted, and that this is the inspired word of God. So it is important, my friends, uh, that we take that time daily to spend it in God's word. Remember, this is inspired. This is inerrant. People try to say, oh, it contradicts. It's an error. No, it don't. It does not contradict. It is not an error. And this is what God gave us to guide us, to give our instructions for our day-to-day life. See, that's the problem with society today. They've gotten so far away from God and the Bible, anything goes. Without God, why not kill? Without God, why not have extramarital affairs? Without God, why not be a homosexual? Without God, why not live in sin? I mean, without God, you know, hey, that's the difference between you like chocolate and I like vanilla. You know, uh, there's no right or wrong. You just do what you want to. See, there's no conviction of sins. There's no, uh, no, no, uh, uh, of, of that guilt of saying, hey, I'm doing something wrong here. See, we have God in place. We have morality in place. We have these things that we understand that, hey, this is wrong. And we've got to stand up for do what is right in God's eyes. Uh, good morning, Mrs. Hood. And uh, we've got to uh, uh, put God back first in our homes and in our lives. And sometimes we just have to be still and listen. Be still. Enjoy the things of nature. You know, the leaves are getting ready to turn. A lot of people love fall. And like I said before, I love fall. I love spring and I love summer. I despise and hate winter with a passion. But, and, you know, maybe just you have to just take a trip on the Blue Ridge Parkway and just enjoy the turning of the leaves and just listen. You know, go outside when it isn't too cold or rainy and just, you know, just spend some time in prayer, just talking to God. You know, just talk. You know, some people, you know, they kind of freak out sometimes. Well, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to do. Just talk to God. Pull up a chair. Pretend Jesus is sitting there and just talk to him. That's what he wants. He just wants a relationship. Be still and listen. Enjoy the smaller things. You know, the world is spinning out of chaos. We can listen to all the talking heads we want to on the news. We can read Facebook posts that makes your blood pressure bull. You know, we can... We can Focus on the insignificant, you know, because no matter how mad upset you're going to get, it's not going to change the results of, of anything or what's going to happen. You know, we need to be aware. We need to understand what's going on. We need to be aware of current events, but we need to make sure that our focus is on Jesus, where our focus is on the eternal, not just on the temporal things of this world we have no control over. Be still and listen. Enjoy the little things. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to slow down. Help us to enjoy what you have, your creation and what you have made. Lord, let us listen to the, the songbird's voice. Let us be still and listen to the almighty voice of God. And Lord, let us serve you well. And Lord, uh, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and protect us this day. Lord, as I pray every morning, I pray that you will bring uh, healing upon this land, uh, this divide that we're having, racial and political. And uh, Lord, I just pray uh, that you will touch hearts and minds, that, uh, that people will come to know you before it's too late. That's the only thing that's going to bring healing. And Lord, just be with our police officers. Lord, let them know that they are loved. They are needed. They are appreciated. 
And Lord, I just pray that uh, uh, you be with our military as well. And Lord, I know uh, I just want to lift up a special prayer for our, our sister, uh, Wendy Lee. I know she got a very grim diagnosis yesterday. And Lord, I pray that you would give her peace, give her strength, her and her husband. And uh, I know this can, uh, when you hear people hear certain words, uh, it can be very scary. But Lord, we know that you're in control. And I pray that you be with Kim Penix and Ginger and Troy Hood, Linda and David Feathers. Lord, I pray that you be with Ronna Thelma Thompson and Fran Pear and Jane Kitchings and uh, so many others, Lord Jesus, that uh, that are uh, we are concerned and uh, we know that you're in control and uh, that you'll take care of these individuals. Lord, be with our president. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And Lord, I pray that you bring protection about him and his family. And Lord, please, as I pray every morning, that the results of our election be one we can all rejoice in. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh, I know it's a, a, a exhausting day when you stay up a little later than you're used to. And uh, uh, but uh, if it's, it's it's as you get older, uh, you seem to value sleep a little more. So used to I can stay up all night, go to work, keep on going, everything I think about it. Now if I ain't in bed by eight thirty, and uh, uh, I don't know why I can't hardly function the next day. So uh, I'm getting old. It's not no fun at all. <laughs> so, but uh, if you'd like to share these devotions here on Facebook, I'm at Dr. Young 77. Uh, if your friends or family don't do Facebook, I'd like to launch the live devotions. They can always watch live on our website at flbconline.com. And uh, as always, uh, after the devotions, I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only, but you'll have all the sermons uh, Dad and I do, or even guest speakers. Uh, and uh, of course, these morning devotions uh, you can listen to as you're going out and about your day. Well, my friends, I uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.